in your life, you have limited time. However, you have unlimited choices. So the beautiful thing about life, if you don't like your life, then make some more choices and make some more decisions. And life is made up of dreams, and dreams can be measured in many different ways. So we dream of a house, we dream of a nice car, we dream of overseas holidays, we dream of giving money to charity in our causes, we dream of sending our kids to private schools, we dream of having lots of things, materialistic things, and we also dream of just living a happy, happy life. So today we're going to talk about dreams that have a price tag to them, because most dreams have a price tag. So if you want to drive a nice car, it costs you money. If you want to have a nice house, it costs you money. If you want to go overseas, it costs you money. If you want to send your kids to a great school, it costs you money. If you want to support a charity or a cause, it's going to generally cost money. So today is about wealth creation and becoming rich. Now, I understand that rich can be measured in different ways. You can be rich in happiness, and you can be rich in purpose, and you can be rich in financial means. So today we're going to talk about financial means, but ultimately you developing wealth financially should also be related and connected to to your values and your purpose and your causes. So each one feeds off each other and you don't compromise your values and your values and your principles to generate wealth and richness. So what determines if someone becomes rich or not? Now, there's an old saying, your body will only follow where your mind will allow it. And your bank balance will only follow where your mind will allow it. And even my little puppy dog over here, little Brutus, he's full of richness. He's going on 20 years of age and he's had a rich life. And he's been to, through Australia and he's been in New Zealand. He's been with us for 20 years and he measures richness by the company that he keeps and the love that he gives to us. So I understand there's lots of different measurements of wealth and measurements of richness but today we're going to talk about the easily absolute way of measuring wealth, which is financial means or money. So there's a great saying is, if you want to help the poor, don't become one. <laughs> so many times the best way to serve your dreams is to become rich, because rich empowers you financially, as long as it doesn't compromise your principles and your values, that it empowers you to be able to help the people you want to help, including your own family and yourself, to live the dream life and have the things that you want as long as you haven't compromised yourself in the process. Now, there are four categories of, how can you say, being rich or being poor. I like to call them the four quadrants. The first one is there are people who are think rich are rich. The second quadrant are people who think rich are poor. There, there are people who are think poor are rich and the people who uh, think poor are poor. Now, today's not about what is right or what is wrong. Today's about choices, and you can choose, 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 <laughs> choose to uh, move from one quadrant to the other. But to move from one quadrant to the other, many times you're gonna to have to change your mindset. You're gonna change your belief in yourself and the way you look at wealth. So many times people will tend to judge or criticize what they don't have. So you may find that sometimes that the poor will judge the rich. Rather than judging the rich, how about studying the rich, or examining the rich, or observing the rich, and ask yourself, how do they get rich, and what are the lessons they learn, and then what can I apply that to me, so I can become richer, so I can, I can be in that position. 
Because if you do that, then you're going to change your position or you change your quadrant of your mindset that will change what you have available, whether it be the resources in wealth creation or opportunities. So let's go through each one of these boxes. And this is no indication whether the people in each one of these boxes is good or bad, because I've met many people who are very wealthy, who are wonderful people. And I've met lots of people who are financially not very wealthy, and they are wonderful people. On the other hand, I've met lots of very wealthy people who are don't seem to be very nice. And then I also met people who are not very wealthy, and they don't seem to be very nice. So this is no judgment on character or the person you are. This is purely a looking at what do you have to change in your beautiful computer between your ears? The greatest, wealthiest, most valuable real estate in the world sits between your ears. And you can <clears throat> rewire the software so you can change the hardware of what you create in your life. But also understanding if you're going to generate wealth, make sure you generate doing something that is purposeful, that is meaningful <clears throat> and fulfilling to you, as the great Steve Jobs once said, who's ended up passing away as a multi-billionaire in developing of the great company Apple, he said, what you make is more important than how much you make. So it's really important that to have both of those in alignment. What you do to create wealth is, more, is as important as the wealth that you create and the purpose that it serves and how it fulfills you and your values and your principles. <clears throat> so let's have a look at those four quadrants once again. I'll start with the people who think poor are poor. Now people who think poor are poor, first of all, financially they are poor. They're living basically week to week with a paycheck or some form of money that they get, whether they get from the government or get from work, and that money serves them, just serves them, if not sometimes get themselves into a bit of a hole, to survive. So that's almost survival mode. So the money is there always many times, you know, they're short of their next paycheck to pay their bills. And you can be happy. And I've met people who are quite happy just to to make ends meet, just to pay the bills, get by so they can have the weekend or have the, the time off to spend with their family or their friends. However, everything about what they do is very much on a tight, tight budget. You know, they drink budget beer and eat budget food, and they do budget holidays. And that's not right or wrong, but that's the position they are in. And that is a person who thinks poor are poor, because they never think outside the box. They don't think, how can... The whole focus is about living within their means rather than expanding their means. So the first mindset, if you're in that box, then you have to, if you want to get out of that box and you're sick of paying your lousy rotten bills and doing the job that you don't really like so you can have a bit of time off doing the things you really want to do or with the family or it might be, then you have to start changing your mindset. Rather than living within the means, start asking yourself, how can I expand my means so I can expand my life? Because money is like a jail or a cage. So if I earn a little bit of money, I have a cage, I live in that cage, and Within that cage, I can move a certain amount. I can travel to uh, overseas places or buy certain things or move to a certain level. Everything is very much restricted to my budget. So your decisions are, can I afford it? And your mindset in that way is thinking, oh, that's too much or I can't afford it, rather than, hey, how much value is that or how can I afford it? So 
the vocabulary has to change if you want to get out of that box. Rather than saying, I can't afford it, you may have to start asking yourself, how can I afford it? Versus, or saying, hey, that costs too much, versus how much valuable, how, how much value in that will I gain to create the opportunity to grow myself into, to grow myself out of that box. So think poor, uh, poor living week to week on a very tiny budget. Things don't tend to change. You might get a little pay rise every now and again. And as your pay rise, your cage slightly increases to give you a bit more movement room. But really, all the decisions aren't up to you. They're up to your boss to give you a pay rise. So that is people who are think poor, are poor. Then you have people who are think poor are rich. So you have certain people who are have a, a poor mindset. So they really look for everything budget. They save their money and they really tighten the tighten their budget and they save money and they save themselves into quite a financially strong position. So they think poor are rich. Rich means they're what we used to call or do call penny pinches. You know, everything's about saving your pennies, saving your pennies, saving your pennies. And you can create a certain amount of wealth of comfort in this box. You can, over time, pay your house off, uh, put in money to superannuation or Kiwi Saver, save your pennies, and before you know it, you can retire comfortably. However, it's still very limited because you don't really build a large amount of wealth, just enough wealth to create the life that you want to live, which is probably an average, mediocre type life of where you can go and stand at holidays and have you know, do standard things and have standard uh, materialistic things in your life. So these people are think poor, which means everything they look at, they look at the cost, they look at the, they go for the budget, they cut out the vouchers out of the, out of the out of the papers or the magazines, and they're always going for the cheaper option so you can screw money away, and they're always afraid of losing it. Where think poor are poor. They're never really afraid of losing it because they never really have it. You know, the money goes through their hands and out the other end very quickly. And they go, well, easy come, easy go, and I'm just going to be happy and do whatever. And sometimes uh, they're not happy doing that, so therefore they start to complain about it. And there's another clue. If you're in a box of one of these boxes, and that's not to confine you to the box, but just to explore where you are mentally and how you can get out of that mindset is if you find that you're in one of these boxes, then don't complain about someone else in a different box because you're not a tree. You can uproot yourself and move. You can uproot yourself mentally and physically and start to make better choices that will lead you to the opportunities that will change your box to put you in a better financial position mentally and physically. So if you're poor, don't complain about the rich. If you don't have it, don't complain about people who have it, particularly if you choose to stay in that box and make no changes. So the people who think poor are poor, that's that box, and you have think poor are rich, they save themselves and screw their money, and they're like the Uncle Scrooge of uh, the uh, Donald Duck series, where they just, they're very tight, they're tight. And, and that's okay if that makes you happy, and that's the most important thing, is what you're doing, is it making you happy? Where you are, is that making you happy? What you have, is that making you happy? Uh, what you're... Serving is that making you happy. And if it's not making you happy, then as I said at the start, you have unlimited choices and decisions. You can change your mindset, change your decisions, change your choices, where you can learn more, you can do more, you can explore more, you can expand more to grow yourself out of that box. So 
I've been in, I think I've been in all the boxes. You know, when I was young at university, I was in the Think Poor, Our Poor type box. You know, I was, a, I was a, a poor university student. I had a limited amount of money coming in, and I used that money to my best ability to pay the bills, but at the end, nothing was changing. But I was sort of happy. I was doing, uh, studying at uni. I was doing my martial arts. I had enough money to buy my budget B and do my budget things. But I didn't really have a lot of uh, freedom, you could say. Freedom to do what I want, when I want, with whom I want, for as long as I want. I couldn't just buy a ticket to go overseas. I didn't have any money. However, at that time, I was you know, in that box. And I, I got a little bit sick of that. I think, geez, I'm, I'm a little sick of being in this box because I'm very restricted by the choices I can make. When I, my friends, hey, let's go out for dinner tonight. And I think, geez, I don't have enough money to do that because my bank account's empty. Or let's go away to, to this for the weekend. Let's go to a holiday for the weekend. I said, well, I can't do that because I don't have enough money. So if you say, I can't do that, I can't have that because I don't have enough money, then you're probably in that little uh, box of think poor, uh, uh, poor. However, over time, I, I gravitated or moved into quadrant two, where I thought, hey, I have to get my budget right, I have to start saving money. And over time, I started spending less than what I earned and putting that away, and I went into box number two, where I didn't become rich, by the way. However, uh, for my age at that particular time, I would screw it away enough money to put myself out, I guess, more wealthier financially than my other friends uh, in my own age group. But I also was finding that I was always looking at the price tag first before making the decision. Looking at the price tag first before making the decision. When you're in quadrant four, which is think poor, uh, poor, you don't even bother looking at the price tag because you go, I can't afford that, forget it. The bank account is empty. Quadrant three is you look at the price tag and then you go to this problem mindset, oh, can I justify this? Da, 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 da. Oh, geez, yeah. and you go to the, nah, and you walk away from it. So that's quadrant uh, uh, three. If we go move up now to quadrant number two, which is think rich, uh, poor, which is an interesting position to be in. There's a lot of people in there. Think riches means you want an extravagant lifestyle. You want the good things in life. You want the nice cars and nice things. Now, whether that's because of you, you appreciate value in things or whether you want to show off, that's another uh, different motivation. I'm not going to go too much into that. But there are people in that position where they want, they want to buy nice things to show off. And there are other people who want to buy nice things because they just appreciate nice things and they have a value towards nice things. So quadrant three are people who think rich means they're always looking for an abundance. They're always looking for the best thing. They're always looking for the best option. They're all looking for you know, all the luxury things. They want to live the great life. But the challenge with that quadrant <clears throat> is many times... They uh, think rich means they have the great mindset, but they don't actually generate the wealth to justify the things that they have. So many times they'll have uh, lots of uh, nice car, it'll be, uh, they don't own it. They have nice things, means they spent too much, it's on credit card. So you find that when you look at their net worth, net worth many is if you sold everything they had and you paid off their bills, how much money is left over, they tend to have not much of a net wealth. They have zero, or sometimes it's actually negative because they bury themselves in debt to buy the lifestyle that they dream of. So they use debt to fund their lifestyle. So they have five credit cards and they're all on minimal repayments and they're always juggling money, but they always find a way to buy the, the nice the nice Louis Vuitton bag or the nice watch or the nice car or go on to the nice holiday. And they're, they're, they're shakers and movers 
but at the end of it, they tend to, uh, at the end, they have more debt than they have assets. That is think rich, uh, poor. Now, it's interesting that that mindset is actually quite a creative mindset because they already have the mindset of how to find opportunities, to fund things, to find the money they need to get it. But they just tend to spend more than what they earn because their dreams are bigger than their paycheck. And I guess it's, it's, it's a balance between the two where you want to be able to live the life you want uh, while having the means to do it. So that is the think rich, uh, poor. And there are lots of people which they, they look rich, they act rich, they talk rich, but obviously when you look at the, in the bank balance, there's not a lot of money there. Then you have the first quadrant, which is think rich, are rich. And these people have the same mindset of the uh, second quadrant, means they want the good things in life. Now, many times it's not necessarily driven by showing off. Many times it's driven by uh, business success or value, or they love the quality things or the fine things in life and they want the best because that's the life they want to live and it serves into their values. So think rich, are rich are people who always are growing, they're always expanding, not so much to show off, but more so because that's just who they are. And because of that, they're always learning and growing and doing, they create opportunities with business or if they're working for someone else, they, they climb the ladder of success working for someone else or working for themselves rather quickly and they start to add value to the community, they add market uh, value to the marketplace, therefore that gets returned in their salary or in their profits through their business. So what they do is that they think rich, they always they don't, they don't put limitations, they don't think I can't afford that, they think how can I afford that, I can't do that, how can I afford that? That's their mindset. Where quadrant um, three think that, how, you know, they still think the same way, but they think, how can I do it by uh, finding money, debt, new loan, new credit card, whatever it might be to fund it. Where quadrant one, they build value in their business to the career, and then they build that up, and then they, over time, uh, create an abundance of, uh, I guess, dreams when it comes to things and materialistic things. So think rich, are rich, are people who are think rich, they want the good things in life, they want the great things in life, they want the great opportunities, depending on how you measure it. It could be in cars, it could be in things, it could be in camper vans, it could be in tents, it could be in travel, it could be in charity, it could be in causes, whatever it might be. And they also develop the tools and the resources and the skills and the knowledge to create the wealth to pay for those things. But they don't spend more than what they earn. They just create expanding their needs or expanding their uh, um, you know, their resources, they're expanding their means and then as a percentage of that they put that towards the lifestyle choices that they make. So think rich, are rich. They're rich mentally and they are rich materialistically. Where you have uh, quadrant two, they're rich mentally but they're not rich materialistically. Quadrant one, they're poor mentally because they're always thinking about budget and little things and squeezing things in rather than expanding things out, but they end up accumulating enough wealth that it actually puts them comfortably rich, particularly compared to quadrant four where they think poor, are poor, and they fit in and they tend to stay there. So I guess this is a, uh, a session that I guess gives you a, an idea of thinking about your position and where you sit in there 
and say, look, what quadrant do you want to be in? Do you want to be stay in the think poor, are poor, and just sort of live week to week on a paycheck and always be limited by what you can do based on that you can't afford it or you don't have enough money, you don't even bother looking at the paycheck, you just don't even look at those things. And if that's where you want to live, that's perfectly fine, as long as you don't complain about the other three quadrants. You know, you, you have that choice. If you choose to stay where you are and not move and not grow, not expand, whatever it might be, that's perfectly fine. But my suggestion is don't complain about the other three quadrants because you, with your choices and decisions, you can actually move from one quadrant to the other. If you're in quadrant uh, three and you're uh, that think poor are rich where you're penny pinching, you're always looking at budgets and you're always looking at the price and you're really thinking, and you think, oh, geez, I don't know about that. And that's perfectly fine. If that makes you happy, then absolutely there's no challenge at all. Then just keep living that way and that's perfectly fine. But if you get to the stage where you think, oh, look, I don't really want to keep looking at price tags and keep trying to live within my means and trying to screw away money. I want to have a bit more freedom, a bit more wealth, or a bit more, then, hey, then you can start making those changes. If you're in uh, quadrant three and you're, I guess, a bit... Uh, if you're happy, you know, living on debt, <laughs> living on your credit cards and showing off uh, great things, but you know, really walking on thin ice where you could actually go broke at any particular time, and that makes you happy because you love the, the, the art of the shuffle and working around and maneuvering things, and that's perfectly fine and well. But if you get a bit sick of that and you say, look, I want to generate some thickness underneath my feet to give me financial security so I am the real deal, what people think and what I am is, too, is, is the same thing, then hey, then you better make some better decisions to work your way into quadrant three. And quadrant three is that, hey, if you're happy in quadrant three, you know, thinking rich and rich, then fantastic. My point being, these are seems to be the three different mindsets. In my experience, and there's probably some more that you've probably come across, but they're the three different mindsets that I tend to come across. And you can tell how, where someone's mindset is by the vocabulary they use. So, if you're using words such as I can't afford it, it costs too much, it's too expensive, then you're probably down in the bottom two. The bottom two, which is the think poor are rich or think poor are poor because you're always thinking of why you can't do it and why it's too expensive and what's cost. If you're in the top two, you're more thinking of, you know, rather rather than the cost, you're looking how valuable is it or what is the, you know, how's it going to change my life or I can't afford it to versus how can I afford it? If ha what do I have to do to change my situation? How can I expand my means? Or how can I expand my value? How can I expand my income, my revenue? How can I expand my, my, my profitability? And that's so I can actually do those things to have freedom. The top two are always looking for ways to expand their life. The, top, the bottom two seems to be the bottom one, right-hand side, think poor, are poor, tend to be set in a cage, with this one seems to they expand it, but very slowly on a, uh, on a budget. Again, once again, there's no right or wrong. You can live the life that you want to live, the way you want to live it, uh, and that's perfectly fine. But if you're living your life the way you are, with the things that you have, and you're not happy with it, then don't whinge about other people, because you can change. You just have to make some better decisions, make some new choices, whether that be upskilling yourself or up-educating yourself, taking a chance, backing yourself, taking a bit of a risk, because anything worth achieving uh, will make you scared. It will, there's a risk there, because you've got a risk of losing what you've got. But really, if you look at what you've got, what you have to decide, yeah, 
do I have anything really worth losing anyway? Because in life, as I said at the start, you have a limited life. You have one shot, but you have unlimited decisions. So what you do with that is up to you, as long as it makes you happy. If it makes you happy, then that's the most important thing. But if what you have and what you're doing and what you stand for isn't making you happy, make a change, because you can make as many changes as you want. If that doesn't turn out, make another change, make another decision, make another change, make another choice, make another change, make another decision, make another choice. If you keep going through that, eventually you will end up in a better position. And there's a great quote, uh, we was asked that uh, of a young man from Rob Kiyosaki, he asked his uh, rich dad, says, how did he get so rich? And he said, because I made so many bad decisions on getting poor, eventually I went out of bad decisions and ended up coming into the good decisions that made me rich. Which means in your every decision you make isn't going to be uh, the best decision. You're just going to make it the best decision based on what you know. But you learn from that and grow from that to make a better decision. And then you learn from that and grow from that to make a better decision. And over time, you're going to go through lots of poor decisions. But at the time, you think they were great decisions. Uh, but you, in hindsight, you say, well, that wasn't the best decision at all. But now you've made that decision. You're not going to learn from that mistake. Therefore, you never have to make that mistake again. And eventually, you start to, the, the, the balance will change to be making more better decisions that will change your quadrant depending on what quadrant you want to live in, what mindset you want to live in, and how you want to live your life serving your values and your principles that make you feel fulfilled, content, and happy. See you in the next. K-Max.